means take a hike. I thought I like women! Women, 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 women! The president in a small group of people know exactly what he meant. There's a dirty little secret. I've said that if- Melinda Brown Duncan, baby! If it weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. But he gotta eat the booty like groceries. You gonna die doing this dumb ass, yeah. f***ing fool? Open your mouth so I can give you this milk. Open your f***ing mouth, man. I gotta do you like my two-year-old baby. The truth of the matter is, you were not a good baby. Well, you ain't seen nothing, my friend. Until you have a flame coming out of your butthole and you need an asbestos diaper to be able to keep that flame from burning a hole in your pants. You ain't seen nothing yet. And I don't know nothing about it, but I learn quick, fast, and hurt. What? I got some mighty dog food, some kind of shit. You told me to leave while I'm in my order while you're making out with that slut. Being in the industry with how much you take on your face. No, this is wrong. Oh my God, look at what you did to him. And you know, this is terrible. This is terrible. I'm 46 years old. You know, bring your kids I had to take off my shoes and run. Work in the field. That's part of that. That's Senator, I'm a house So kiss my black Swung on, hit high, hit deep to left. Oh, forget about it. Gone. What a blast to deep left by Edwin Encarnacion. Welcome to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. We're also online at WRQK.com. We have made it to the final day of the week, which is only three days, but for some reason it still feels like it was a full-blown week. I am so ready for the weekend. I am so ready for First Friday. Joined every morning by the able-bodied Matthew Fantone. Buddy, what's up? I kind of forgot it was First Friday. I've got plans for it. I'm going, and honestly, I haven't even thought about it all morning. So you're right, dude. That is exciting stuff Yeah, it's good times. Um, Although, I read a study yesterday that says just two pints. I think a week like increases your um, your risk for bowel cancer by like thirty five percent or something like that. I don't remember the exact math. I don't have it pulled up in front of me, but like two pints a week. We've gotten to the point with cancer, and it's just every study every other week. There's something else. It's like, well, dude, I'm kind of done with studies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, dude, it's just like the internet has done nothing but impose fear. I think we've learned enough as a people. We're probably good. Right well, dude, we I don't know if we're learning anything because you can study anything from a from seven thousand different angles, and you can make math look any way you want. I'm not sure we're learning more. I just think we're hearing more. Yeah, especially with something like cancer, which is so complex and so like difficult to like. Yeah, a doctor can tell me about that, not BuzzFeed. Right, right. And, <laughs> you know and, what I mean? And, yes, and, give me a, dude, I need a smock. And, and, and then people are like, oh, well, maybe it was the dark chocolate or maybe it was the wine or maybe it was the beer. And it's like, dude, on a long enough timetable, we're all just going to die of that. <laughs> like if, if you lived long enough, if you didn't have a heart attack, if you didn't get a car accident, like it just... It seems I can't inevitable. Think of, I mean, I'm, there may be one, but I can't think of another disease that can attack multiple different parts of your body and have its own form of it. You know what I mean? Like right. lung cancer, right? Liver cancer. I mean, dude, that that. I mean, cancer is basically the umbrella. Everything fits underneath it. <laughs> I don't know how we started here, but like, it's one of those things that's so complex. There's so many different types, and like, it happens to your body in such a different way. People are like, "Oh, well, we got to eradicate cancer." I don't think that's ever happening. Well, share this post if you hate well, cancer. Well, well, like, I mean, share the post if you hate cancer. I mean, of course, we should do more research and we should try to eliminate deaths from it and try to have early prevention. Or you know, yes, by studies I meant slate and guardian. <laughs> 
need to dial down, not Johns Hopkins. I'm all for them doing the studies. I meant, yeah, Guardian doesn't need right. to be doing the studies. All right, that's fair. Though. No, I'm all for science. Yes, no. No. Okay, God, I'm glad we cleared that up. Stansbury says we figured it out. We don't need to know nothing. It's all good. We're all fine. No, 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 no. How are you, buddy? Uh, pretty good, man. Pretty good. A three-day work week is always going to agree with me. And uh, like I said. Yeah, you, no, I like that one. Uh, first Friday, I really am hyped for tonight. Ten-year anniversary. Ten-year anniversary. Um, I, I think there's going to be a lot of people. I Fingers crossed that the rain stays away. I think it's supposed to. I think what's supposed to happen is supposed to be earlier in the well, day. I'm dressed for the goddamn golf course a bit better. <laughs> um, and uh, I've got my family coming down this oh, uh, nice. this first Friday. My mom, my aunt, uh, my cousins are all going to be down here. So it should be a uh, it should be a good time on the old town tonight. Oh, nice. Did nice, you nice, uh, nice, did nice. you pull up the chief meteorologist uh, cell phone there? The so, rain. What do we got going so, on? So over there? all right. So I um I, I do have. Well, and now my iPhone's stuck. I kind of need a new one of these. I, um, dude, I need a new phone so bad, it's stupid. Really? You've two, got yours since I've gotten this. Two years old, my phone is. And it's just like, dude, I tell you, they have something, phones have something in them. After two years, it knows the self-destruct. It knows, like, it's time. I believe that. The 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 the, the contract's up. You know he's going to buy a new one. What's time to wrong? self-destruct. Well, so, anyway, so let, let me answer your first question. Noon, we got a 30% chance of rain. It goes up steadily after that. Uh, um. And yeah, dude, it looks pretty much like at eight o'clock tonight, there's a 60% chance. Ah, son of a bitch. Yeah, I'm playing in the rain today. I don't care. <laughs> it's very just out there. No, just I am. Away. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm in, I'm in full course dress. I, uh, I, 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 dude, I can't wait to be made fun of. Dude, I got blue shorts on with a red shirt. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I, uh, I got a little Carlton going on. Well, I mean, <laughs> I do got a little Carlton. Fourth of July on. never has to end, buddy. That's right. <laughs> never has to end. You're always a patriot. That's right. No, I, uh, but I did get out there and played a little bit yesterday, and it's starting to come back. Now I'm worried about myself though. All right. And uh, and I know a lot of the listeners are worried about me too. I, uh, <laughs> if you listen every day, you're like, dude, I, somebody needs to help that guy. I'm worried about you. That guy's gonna have a heart attack. Somebody get in there. Uh, but I had been struggling and I went out yesterday and, uh, the first tee shot was a mess, but the second shot is the one that made me go, okay, I'm going to be all right today. So I get up and I'm in the trees, obviously. (laughs) And, uh, but I pull the six iron and I get up and over perfectly. And I'm like 10 feet from the green. I end up making par. So then when I hit the six iron, I hit it pure. I knew I was like, okay, today's a good golf day. And I realized, and I've said this before, and I got to get over it, that it's just a solo sport for me. And, and and I wish it wasn't, but like I played all weekend with a bunch of people and I just couldn't relax. And like, I, I don't know if I have anxiety or what it is, but it screws me up. But when I get out there and I'm by myself and nobody's talking to me and I, I do, I'm easily distracted is what it is. If people are standing behind me and they're talking about something, I'm listening to that versus thinking about what I should be doing. And it's just a mental thing. And I got to learn to get over it because it's a very social thing you sh- should be able to do. And for me, when I go play alone, I just uh, do not. It's quiet. I concentrate. I play great and everything's fine. You get me around people, though, dude, and uh, my ADD kicks in and I can't do it. I understand the, the frustration there and like why it's a different. Beast it's a completely different game. Other people around you, and it should. Um, and I understand why the solo time, why the why, why you're going to be more zoned in, more concentrated, and stuff like that. Unfortunately, you're not going to be able to live in that world. No. You're going to have to play in foursomes. People are going to, you know, there's right. going to be people behind you and rushing you. Um, I sent you an article this morning. Twenty nine reasons why you played bad. Yep. So I read it last night. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. I saw that last night. I was surprised you sent that, I, but I, I, because I, I, you know, it's golf or whatever, and I read it, and they're all true. It's basically, it's all like, it's you. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's all like golf. the, well, my shirt was too tight, or this was happening, or this was happening. And it's like, no, it's all you. And it's all me. 
Every time it goes wrong, it's all me. My buddy Matt actually over the weekend was like, dude, you're a mental case. He's like, every other shot, you're completely a different player. He's like, I've never seen anything like this. And he's like, dude, until you learn to get that under control, you're just not, he's like, you're not going to be great. Well, that's good to know that I'm glad that you're out there playing golf with a dude named Matt and yeah. doing mental case things, not just a radio yeah. show. I love Shelby. Shelby's awesome. Like, I'm glad to know that the Stansberry show exists outside of this room. It also exists out there on the golf Yeah, course. no, a lot of people who end up playing golf with me end up saying, so dude, none of that's fake, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's all, like, literally, you are insane, huh? Are we going to do New Turn Tuesday right now? I wish. <laughs> yeah, believe so I. believe me. This show rundown needs new turn Tuesday. I'm just going to be honest with you. I predicted something, and I ended up being right about it, of course, and I'm going to get up all up on my hill about it, and that will happen next on Rock 106.9. 106.9. And welcome back to the Sansbury Show. We're online at WRQK.com. We're also online at Facebook.com slash Stansbury Show. I just uh, I just sent out a picture of myself in my golf clothes so everybody could get in <laughs> on the fun and games that my coworkers are having by making fun of me and my Carlton outfit. I don't I don't get it. It's just blue shorts and a red shirt. I um I actually have to get a golf outfit prepared for myself. What? what? Why? I don't. I don't know if I'm going to wear the knickers or if I'm going to do like the funny little hat with the ball on top. But I've got it all, man. <laughs> but 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 uh, next week, um, Project Rebuild is doing a uh, a golf outing fundraiser, and um, this is the first I'm hearing of this audience. Um, and they were like, "Hey, can you come volunteer?" And I was like, "Well, what do I have to wear?" And they're like, "Well, you have to wear something that's appropriate for a golf course." And I was like. I don't think I have anything that's appropriate. Oh, a collared shirt a and a pair course. of shorts, and you'll be fine. That's it. Like, are yeah. these shorts okay? I mean, if I wash them, yeah, get them, get them cleaned up. Okay. That white stain in the front's gonna be a problem. I, uh, I'm, Jeez. Just, Jeez. I'm just, I'm just messing with you. Yeah, no, I. Uh, <laughs> there is a stain. Yeah, on no, these there shorts, is, and that does kind of. Look. It looks like donut glaze. <laughs> it looks like something there. Good God! Like I gotta go wash these things. At least once this year, yeah. I think, um, but yeah, no, you should be all right. Nice okay. pair of khaki shorts and a okay. collared shirt, and you'll be like, you know, short sleeve shirt, you'll be fine. So I don't have to do the red top, the blue bottoms. No. I don't have to wear cleats or whatever. I'm no. gonna be okay. All right. Um, I don't mean to weasel in on your on your good times, but if they're looking for another player, I would do that. Oh, I'm not playing. I'm just volunteering. Oh. But um, if no, I am sure they're gonna look for another player, so I could definitely. Because uh, normally, what they do is they charge people for the golf outing, and yeah. then that you know that's how. They, but if they're looking for another player, I could get a guy and we'll come out and play next Friday. I will. Uh, I will do some investigating and make it happen. I yeah, guess. let me know. Okay, I'd, I'd be. I would want to do that. This kind of got tossed at me yesterday. Yes, so right? I was like, oh well, okay. I can oh, do okay. That. I was like, so. I was wondering why am I just hearing about this? It's <laughs> no. like. Yeah, no, absolutely. If they need okay. more players, let me know. I'd be happy to do it. We'll, we'll, we'll do that. So I had predicted something, and I'm right about it. And uh, and I can't remember the guy. I can't remember who said this first, but I, I believe somebody had once said that the that the human being will be smart enough to create the thing that will bring its own demise. Okay. And I'm paraphrasing. I'm not sure that's exactly the way the the quote works. But basically, we're smart enough to create the thing that will end us. And I had made a claim, I think it was just two months ago, maybe under, on this program of what it would be, and now there's a study that comes out that kind of proves that I'm right. All right. And that is, sex dolls are now leading us down the path of isolation. Okay. And there was another study, there was not a study, but there was another guy, I think it was Japan or whatever, just like three days ago, it hit the news where he's like, my sex doll is so much better than my wife, I'm never going back to regular women. And at first I was like, yeah, 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 whatever. And then I read this study that they're talking about where sex robots will lead to isolation. And I started to really think about it. I'm like, of course, this is going to be the thing. I thought it was going to be the Internet. 
but it but it's not. I I don't believe now. I I believe it will be sex workers slash sex dolls, and the reason is is. Look at women right now. Like, you're allowed to have any of the sex toys you want, and nobody cares. Actually, it's hot. It's sexy when women use vibrators. Right. Man uses a, a sexual aid. He's a loser. Right. Sooner or later, much like online dating, those stigmas will go away. All right. Well, I'll just be banging inanimate objects, okay? And nobody's going to bitch at you when you do it. Nobody's going to be telling you that you're wrong doing it. You're never ever going to be worried about the fact that you're not pleasing your partner. And women, think about this. Why do you have vibrators? Because your husband's no good in bed. Like that's, I mean, that's part of the reason, not the whole reason, but it's definitely part of it. And so like the better sex we get without the other things of a human being that we don't like sooner or later, I know I sound crazy, but sooner or later, we're going to stop sleeping with one another in lieu of sex machines because it's just easier. Oh, undeniably easier. I think there's... What do I want to say? Don't get me wrong. I love having sex with my girlfriend, but there's a time and a place where it's like, no, I just want this to be me. Boom. Quick. It's over. So like, I'm yeah, a- that's why masturbation's a thing. Right. 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 That's that's, you know, I just want to knock this out. Go take a nap, man. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm trying exactly. to do this afternoon. I just got to fall asleep. Right. Um, but get me, I, get me tuckered out. Literally, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go the opposite of what you're saying, and you say that this is usually gonna be, this is gonna be the end of mankind. I'm gonna say that this is what is going to save mankind. The sex robot. The sex robot. Well, dude, if we stop if we stop having sex with one another, we won't we won't procreate. Eight billion goddamn people on the planet. We're not just gonna give up sex as a whole. It's not like everyone's gonna be like, oh, I'm done with it forever. No, that's what I'm saying. Not tomorrow. But as trends continue, I think this is one of those things that could end up piling on. Good. Less people on the planet. We've talked oh, I'm about all for this. That. That's what I'm saying. We've talked about this a million times before. Eight billion people on the planet is too many people. Let's get that number down to something manageable. Three and a half, four billion people. If if dudes make the commitment that I, I think will just Turner wanted three million. If, 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 if dudes will just make the commitment of I will just bang my sex robot and I will not have children. Good. Next generation's still gonna happen. It's gonna be okay. We're not eventually going to just stop. There's still gonna be people out there raw dogging it, dude. It's great. It's fantastic. People love doing it, man. But if if this if this cuts back on people having 13 kids, if this cuts back on 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 the, the ever-expanding growth of mankind. Saving mankind, dude. The resources I, are available. To I believe. Us. I believe we're both right. Okay. I believe we're both right. I believe in the short term it saves mankind. In the long term, we're gonna stop procreating because everybody's gonna be like, dude, I have a sex doll. I can pop her head off and put a new one on. I have a redhead. I have a blonde. I have a brunette. And women, think about that. When they when they when they master the male sex doll that you don't just have to climb on top of. But then you can switch the positions because men are a little lucky here with it when it comes to the sex dial, you know, portion for that right now. But they're going to figure it out. They're going to get the robotic penis in the male sex dial and women are going to love that thing. And they're going to be looking at us like bum. There's no guesswork in the sex dial. You know what the penis is like. You know what the sex is going to be. There's no guesswork. Guesswork is a big deal for women while thinking about sleeping with a man. Because, all right, I'm going to pass out my vagina one more time. And if this guy's not worth it, what a waste. Where men don't think like that. Men are just like, dude, just let me get off. I'm telling you, I, I think, I was it Einstein maybe who said that the human race is smart enough to create the thing that will destroy us? And I think, dude, sex robots are here and they're here to destroy us. And more importantly, when's the price of them going to come down? <laughs> all right, one of the new favorite things we all love, and especially with the internet, is shaming other people for things. And uh, this parent shaming thing's getting out of hand. I'll explain next on Rock 106. 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9, online at WRQK.com. 
How do I say this woman's name? Emily Ratajkowski? Sure. Is I that don't how know I say how to that? say it either, but I know she's hot. Emily Ratajkowski? Um, yeah, uh, we found a boomerang of her, which is like one of those videos that just kind of like repeats. And, uh, oof. Yeah, she's something else, man. She's sexy. Is... I can't remember if I'm thinking of her or some other supermodel chick. Tall, skinny brunette, right? Yeah. Okay. Which, I mean, I guess could be describing 8 million supermodel chicks. Yeah, but, but she's got like, I mean, she's been complaining about her huge boobs on the internet lately, but she does. She has huge boobs. All right. Well, it's a, it's a winning combination right there. Ah, uh, dude, your boy, I'm I'm a fan of, uh, I'm a fan of the brunettes with the big boobs. I like that. That's that's a system your boy likes a lot. Blondes with big asses, gross. Don't want anything. No, I like them too. <laughs> oh, but I that's always been my like my style is like the hips and tees there. I like yeah, I'm 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 a curvy woman, dude. I am um, like normally like like the real thin models who walk down in clothes nobody's ever going to buy, like those kind of I'm not into that. I'm, I'm like that's why one reason my my old Buddy and I were such good like wingmen in the bars together, as that we had completely different. St- we never uh, stepped on each other's toes. Uh, he liked very petite looking blondes, and I was like, ah, give me a curvy brunette. I like video hoes. I like those. Like, you turn on a ludicrous video, I'll take any one of them chicks, dude. I'll take any one of them. Love. Speaking of ludicrous videos and Miss Bad Bitch 2017, it was about, I, uh, a, about a week ago. You you had a music video recorded outside of your house in the parking lot across the street from my house. Yeah, and uh, no, I've searched high and low. I've searched every hashtag I could think of, and I haven't been able to find it. If I, oh my god, I can't believe you brought that up. I forgot about that. <laughs> Just correct me if I'm wrong, because I want to make sure I have the details right. Yeah. Was it an Escalade that they jumped out of? No, no, no. no. It was like it. uh, No, it was a four door like sedan that was like it had a thirty day tag on it. It looked like they owned it ten years, and they were just all twerking ass in front of the mural across the street from my apartment. And dude, I I tweeted before taking the photo like an idiot. And uh, dude, it was so great. The one of them was like bald headed with a bandana around her head, just looking like juvenile. Just (laughs) it was awesome. It was like the best thing I ever seen. And if I dude, if I find that video, I swear to God, it'll be the wallpaper in this building i dude, i'm telling you i dude i'll make a digital billboard and i'll put it up on 77 it was the greatest thing i've ever seen well uh fingers crossed man 20 million this is this is your job now find that video of bad bitches twerking in downtown canton yeah good luck on that i uh so we are competitive people the human being is competitive people and we like pointing out to other people how we're better than who we're talking to and the internet has really dialed up keeping up with the Joneses. Right. And one of the things that's kind of happened with the internet is we all like to talk smack on somebody else. Oh my God, can you believe what's happening? Oh my God. And the reason I think we all do that is because we're essentially saying, look at me, I'm better than this person. Pay attention to me and how, like, how, how, how good and how wholesome I am. That and also, hey, pay attention to that so we don't look inward on me. Okay, I, yeah. I feel like yeah. there's probably a little bit of both there, right? And the reason I bring this up is that a mom is being parent shamed now. And here's what happened. She's got a two-year-old daughter and she dyed her hair pink and the internet's freaking out. And I can't figure this out. It's hair dye. Like nothing bad's going. Now, I don't know. I'm not a hairstylist. I don't know. But is hair dye dangerous to a young child? I don't think so. No, I don't think there's. 
any what, like safety concern there. Then I'm like, what's the issue here? Like, my buddy has kids, right? Now they're a little older. They're like 9 and 12. And I was over his house the other night, and they both came running out of the porch, and they both had green hair. And I was like... What's up with that? He's like, dude, he's like, you know, they're done with school for the year and they wanted to be wacky. So I let them dye their hair green for the summer. I was like, yeah, okay, who cares? I think in culture and especially in kids right now, that's a very popular thing to do. Like dyeing your hair like bright, you know, obnoxious colors. Um, I'm trying to think of what I don't think it's necessarily like a safety thing, but I guess it's just like you're allowing your child to 25 years ago, 30 years ago, you know, back when America was great, you didn't allow your kids to do that. If you if you would have been like an eight years old dad, let me dye my hair green, your dad would have been like, no, no, of course you're not doing that. And I There's think truth in that. I think that's where people's arguments coming in. It's not so much a safety thing. It's like, uh, why are we allowing our kids to do a this? lowering of the parent standard? Would you allow your eight year old to have like an extreme haircut, like a mohawk or something like that? Would you know? I guess that's where I it's coming in. I probably would. I, I, I'm for self-expression as long as it doesn't hurt anybody else or you. You know what I mean? Like, am I going to take my two-year-old and tattoo them? No. But am I going to allow it? And I guess my my and I should say this. My view on this could change when I have kids. All right, I don't have children now, so maybe my view will totally change. But right now, I just don't see what the issue would be. I just Although, think it's that, it's that lowering of the standard. Am it's, I gonna if I went to Walmart today after work, and a woman was like walking through the store and had her two year old daughter in, like in the cart and she had pink hair? Am I gonna judge it? Yeah, unfortunately, I think I do. I think you're. I think you're gonna judge it from. And really, the parents the one who's being judged. You're not gonna look at the no, two year old and say what a terrible decision. Right. Um, but not only are you like. I don't want. I don't necessarily agree with it, but people will view you as like laying down on the job there. Of like, well, if you're gonna let your kid do this, you're gonna let your kid smoke cigarettes, you're gonna let your kid drink, you're gonna let your kid do that. Now, whether that is or is not true, yeah, I don't. You can't necessarily make that that to be true, but people will think it, right? So at, at that point, I think that's what people are coming down on. I mean, I think I think when you take your kids to rock concerts, even if you do put the headphones on them, people are looking at you like, dude, what are you doing? If you take your kids into bars, it's like, well, dude, the kids not getting drunk. I'm not getting drunk. I'm just here. It's like, well, you're still putting your child in an adult situation. There. I think a lot of what people don't like about kids at concerts is is that you feel guilty about some of the stuff you're doing at the show because there's a kid standing next to you. I think that's part of that. I could be wrong on that. I don't know that, but I, I, I would I would be suspicious of that. And I, I guess as much as I would judge this, and I would in person, I'm not going to lie, I'm totally that guy, but... There could be something to be said for nurturing your kid to express who they are in ways that are not damaging could in the long run actually mean you being a better parent because you're nurturing your kid towards who they should be. That sounds like some hippie liberal BS to a lot of people. You know what I mean? That sounds like that sounds like a little snowflakey to a lot of people. Is that, that right? Yeah, I mean, of course it does. Yeah, dude. I guess it probably does. It does. I mean, and the thing is too is this Why is tolerance bad? <laughs> This is a two-year-old we're he talking about. He doesn't want to about. answer that. Dude, it's Friday. Just give me to the end of the day. This is a two-year-old we're talking about. When your kid's nine and he can actually say, Dad, I want blue hair. Yeah, like my buddy's then, kids were like, hey, I want to do this for the summer. Then they're, they're expressing themselves. This is a two-year-old. You're expressing yourself via your two-year-old here. Dude, my buddy just tweeted in. He's like, look, man. He's like, I told my kids to get. He's like, screw the green hair. He's like, I told them to get their mohawks. He's like, and they wouldn't do it. God, dude. Dustin's the best. Just loved the Browns. Dying his kids hair green. Trying to shave mohawks into them. That kid's just the best, dude. He's next up for sainthood for sure. We'll get you uh, all hooked up with all the details you need for First Friday. That will happen next on Rock 106.9. 
Dan Stansbury, Matt Fantone. Just kiss your fruitcakes. The Stansbury Show. Chilling in the studs with my dudes. On Rock 106.9. 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. If you missed yesterday, you can podcast it at WRQK.com. Tomorrow, so you can see Emily Bradikowski shaking her boobs around. That was actually a pretty fun view. Actually, I'm not going to lie. Also, the Sesame Street mashup with the Beastie Boys was pretty awesome, and that's available for you at WRQK.com as well. I'd be a liar to say I'm not a big fan of mashups, dude. I don't know why, because it is kind of stupid, and you know it's going to be stupid going into it, but then it starts, and I'm like, oh my god, this is so cool. I, uh, yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I like it. I don't, I don't know why. That's normally something I would, like, totally hate, but for stupid. some reason, but for some reason, I, for some reason, I like it. I don't know why that is. I'm excited about tonight, uh, being first Friday, 10th anniversary, it's, um, Antonio's always said, you know, we get 12 extra drinking holidays a year here in Canton, and he's right about it. That's all. I mean, it's just the perfect reason to go downtown, take uh, part of Dora, which is, you know, the downtown outdoor refreshment area where you can take a, you know, uh, a plastic cup given to you by the bar and, uh, you know, and walk around the neighborhood and not have to, like, pour your drink out, which is awesome. And I would imagine has helped First Friday tremendously. Yeah, I mean, it just... It opens up the ability to go and kind of explore instead of having to sit on a bar stool or stay in a crowded bar because that sometimes is a problem at first Friday that you can be smashed yeah. in there and so it's like and especially when it's hot out yeah like just give me the beer and I'll stand out in the street and just kind of like watch people go by and then, you know hang out here and there I'm with you on that and we uh it was about a year ago this probably all kind of went into effect and happened I feel like it's been at least a year and last Sounds time about right. last time we had uh, Officer Lamar Sharp and one of the things we talked to him about was well has there been an increase of crime, an increase in littering, an increase of like public intoxication, and no, it hasn't been a problem at all. For the most part, it's been you know implemented and 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 executed very responsibly, which makes me happy. I was a little worried that's you know what I mean, like one bad apple would ruin it for the rest of us. Sometimes that can happen, but it hasn't seemed to do much. Now I'm sure that there's been people who have been caught in the parking lot with their six pack pouring it into that cup, and like, dude, you can't do that. And I'm sure there's been instances of you know some dude taking a leak and 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 oh and, pushing the envelope. Yeah. But for the most part, it's been okay. And that's a, 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 a testament to Canton and kind of like, well, dude, we can have nice oh, things. Oh, yeah. The fear rhetoric when that was being proposed was crazy. Like, I, I know there were a couple of downtown businesses that were like, nope, we're not doing part of it. Nope, we're not getting involved. And I have since talked to other bar owners who have said, yeah, they regret that. Like they're they're the, that you know we're out selling them now because of it. Well, right, and I mean you're getting an extra Duh. you're getting an extra buck per transaction per cup, there. yeah, right. Because so it costs like, you a dollar to get the cup, which is a total bargain. Which yeah, I mean yeah, there's going to be some costs associated there, but it is it's really nice. Yeah, I um and I hear the Canton Police Department is doing a fill the cruiser event tonight at First Friday for canned goods, right? So that's a that's another good reason to go down there. Yeah, CPD will be out there on Market Square, I believe, and I, I think they'll be there pretty much, you know, from the from the beginning of First Friday at about five to uh, I don't know, probably ten o'clock at night, I think. Um, but you know, canned goods stuff like that. Obviously, hunger is a uh, year round thing. We just like, oh well, you know, I donated some I donated some chili beans on Thanksgiving, so I should be good for. Of the year, right? No, the dude that's hungry in February is hungry <laughs> in July. That's the way that works. Yeah, you might want to bring something by. Um, so, you know, obviously not only you've got 
that going on, but you've also got the opportunity for the Canton Police Department to be amongst thousands of citizens and able to kind of show themselves as human beings and, and, and as a part of the community as opposed to the five oh just kicking down your door. So it's kind of nice on multiple levels there where, where you can interact with the Yeah, cops. that is good. Not get arrested. Yeah, it is good. Yep. I, um, I, I'm a fan of First Friday. Every, it's like the one time a month people aren't afraid to go downtown, which is hilarious to me because what do you think it's like on what do you think next friday's like downtown it's just the same with less people yeah. like it should, you don't have to wait yeah it's just it's just the same with less people i i don't understand the fear of coming down and, and being part of it. now i live down there so maybe it's because i know i'm on the front lines of it so i know there's nothing to be afraid of but you know i guess you know you're, you're never going to be able to correct that for all people but i'll probably grab some canned uh, food stuff and, gra- and and take it down there plenty of other good things happening too you've got a uh, i know new wave nation they're that 80s band that's pretty popular around here they're performing i think at eight o'clock on the main stage so. oh nice and fireworks right yeah and then uh, those are going off from bliss towers like the parking garage there usually they did them a little bit more so- or a little bit more is bliss open yeah oh, I, I, okay. I believe those are open and ready to get re- ready to get rented so is that right i'm sure you'd have an opportunity today to walk to go around view? those yeah I, I, yeah that's how i viewed um god what's the other one Anesto. That's right. Yep. Jeez, I just had a total brain fart. Short-term memory loss. I, yeah, I don't know where that comes Sorry. from, to be honest with you. I have no idea how that happened. Yeah, that's how I viewed the Onesto when I first moved here. It was actually, they were doing tours on a first Friday. So I was like, yeah, you know, let me walk through there. And those were beautiful apartments. I would really like this one to be a big one as it's the 10-year anniversary. And it's just a good way to sh- show, like, the people who are trying to do something positive in Canton. And Arts and Stark is certainly one of those those groups of people. That's a great organization. Hey, dude, it'd just be nice for there to be a, a big, you know, amount of people that show up and show that, like, hey, your efforts are appreciated by the community. And, like, I know... Sometimes it is in the middle of the winter. I'll be like, yeah, dude, whatever. I'm not going to first Friday, but it's freezing like, cold, right? But like July, but this, yeah, and, and 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 this this is just something that like every city this size doesn't have. Everyone, you know, you just don't have the opportunity to have like a thriving arts district in most towns this size. So the fact that we do, and the fact that you know, it's it's not only a thing but it's something that's lasted 10 years i feel like that's to be celebrated when people yeah and and 10 is about what they say like i've talked to even cops canton cops who have said to me like dude you should have seen your neighborhood 10 years ago like where you live he's like you like i have talked to a cop who's like 10 years ago you wouldn't live where you live now right you know what I mean? He's like, but that whole expansion of that whole thing has really helped everyone. And that's why we have restaurants downtown, and that's why we have art galleries downtown, and that's why we have businesses downtown is because people are willing to come out once a month and support big. Uh, dude, I'm gonna think I'm going to go to that. What is it? The Chop House? I've yeah. never been, I haven't been there yet. Uh, future Mrs. Stansberry might be behind the bar, that's buddy. What, that's what you keep saying. Uh, that's I, what I keep saying. I haven't been there yet. I don't know if she's working tonight, but I'll do some social media snooping around and seeing if she is. But future Mrs. Stansberry possibly working behind the bar tonight. I may have had another sighting somewhere else the other day. Oh, another future Mrs. Stansberry. Yeah, there's uh, there's another waitress running around the city that I got a thing for. Okay. A little bit. You want to uh, spill beans there? You want to tell no. me a little something there? No. No, I want to be able to. I want to be able to sit in there, drink beer, and look at her like a creep, like I have. <laughs> I want to be able to do that. Before we head to this break, though, Fantone found we we sometimes will do this where we'll just be scrolling through our, our our social media timelines and we just like look. I know we all do it, but I like making fun of people who overpost memes. And Fantone found a great one today. Stansbury, what you've got to stop doing is you've got to stop setting yourself on fire for people who will just sit there and watch you burn. Oh. 
not. That's literally the same one as stop swimming oceans for people who won't jump puddles for you. But this one, you're on fire, dude. Oh, this that one, one, I'm on fire? Yeah, this one, you're on fire. <laughs> that one, I'm on fire. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, that's good there. I guess I'm like just a, a little Drew Barrymore there just starting fires wherever I go. I just, I say this all the time and it's probably repetitive, but I don't care. I'm going to tell you again. All of those things basically say this. My best friend went down on my partner. Man or woman. That's what that means. And everybody knows that's what that means. And what we never think about when we post those memes is this. The future people you may or may not date are on social media too. And you're basically telling them, feel free to walk all over me because everybody who came before you did. Tighten your game up. We'll be right back with more Sansbury Show. Hang on. Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Another parent is receiving death threats over something that they did to their child and posted it online. We'll get into that around 9 o'clock. That's an appropriate response. Death yeah, death threats. threats are definitely the way to go. Yeah. That's the best way to handle any argument you have with somebody threatening to kill them. That's the best way to handle any argument. Oh, the internet. It's just the worst. Call him a Nazi. That's what you should do. Call him a Nazi. Jeez, that's probably a way to, to, to ratchet it up a bit. I feel like that's not going to dial it down. I feel like that's going to go the other way there. I could be wrong on that. I, um, I was taking a beating in the building. And then, like an idiot, I posted a photo of myself this morning, and I'm taking a beating online now. Yeah. Of I, so I'm playing a little golf later, and I'm already dressed for the course. And if you follow me on Instagram or Twitter, which is at Stansbury Show, or if you are, um, if you have liked the show's page on Facebook, which is Facebook.com/slash Stansbury Show, I posted a photo, and I'm wearing a red shirt and blue shorts and a blue belt and a pair of nice New Balance shoes, and I feel like I look pretty good. And then, and so. Um, your your girlfriend of all people reached out yeah. and told me that I'm wearing the exact outfit Ron Swanson wears after he gets laid. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm not a big Parks and Rec guy. Oh, so it was yeah. this like a... I, 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 it's not that I hate the show or anything. I just have never really watched it. He dresses like Tiger Woods after he got laid. That's his thing. He always ah. comes in wearing the Tiger Red in the in the golf shoes. And okay. the, that's his... Like, that's his I just got laid. Well, Dude, now I yeah. kind of like the show. Yeah, you kind of do look like Ron Swanson. Somebody else says, it looks to me like you're getting ready to deliver some freakishly fast subs. <laughs> Damn, man. I just, you know, I didn't need that. I don't, I, I don't need, dude, I'm self-conscious enough as it is. I, I don't know why I do this. Why did I do this? Well, the good thing is I know my mother weighed in as well. She did. She told me I looked handsome. And she's, she's good for that, dude. If there's nothing else, when you look like absolute and complete garbage, my mom will be like, no, don't worry, Matthew. Yeah, here's, you that's look, what you I'm look, saying. You're very handsome. That, but that's the problem with your mother. Is that I know the kind of lies she tells. You wouldn't believe the stuff she's told this idiot. That's what's got him in here with a Batman shirt and, you know, semen encrusted shorts. That's because his mom constantly tells him, well, you look great. You look great. Just go out. I'm so proud of you. So I read this um, last night, and I'm very nervous to speak of it. Because, right. um, again, occasionally we'll get accused of getting you know a little too blue for some people. And I understand that. Some of you are on your way to work, and you're like, dude, I just want to think about you know other things. Why are you talking to me about sex? All right. You know what I mean? But then when I talk LeBron, you get mad about that. Or I talk right, about Trump, people right. get mad about that. <laughs> just nobody's so, ever going to be happy about anything. No, ever. You know what I mean? And I'm not the make you happy guy, for sure. I'm definitely not that guy. 
But there is a new study out that says that men who masturbate frequently are actually reducing your risk of prostate cancer. Now, we've always heard this, that routine ejaculation will help keep a healthy prostate. Everybody knows that. They're saying men should masturbate 21 times per month. And if you do that, you could slash your chances of prostate cancer by up to a third. Which is pretty good. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, a significant dude. You tell me you've you, you're reducing my risk of prostate cancer by five percent, three percent. I'm like, all right, but by a third, by thirty percent, that's obviously pretty good. They say one in seven men will experience prostate cancer in the U.S. during their lifetime. Last year alone, Fantone, there were one hundred sixty-one thousand three hundred sixty people diagnosed. With. Out of that, nearly thirty thousand of them died. Yeah, it, it was twenty-seven thousand died. One of the more common forms of cancer in males, for sure. It's scary. I don't want anything. I don't want any part of that. Well, so you keep masturbating then, twenty-one times a month. They say the survival rate of prostate cancer is relatively high compared to other cancers, and depending on the stage of cancer, the treatment varies from non-invasive surgery, um, radiotherapy, and surgery. Now, this is you know, if you get checked. Early and often, they can what? Te- they, they can find the polyps and then get mm-hmm. them removed. And I, I, I'm knocking on the door of when you're supposed to be able to do that, or when you're supposed to start to get that done. And I gotta be honest with you, I don't want it. Um, I don't think anybody's like, yo, you know what I really want to do is that doctor go check out the old prostate there. But I, I mean, you know what you're getting yourself into, and like as a, a man of a certain age, you're gonna have to bite the bullet and uh, and yeah. deal with it. I'm, um, I inherited a fear of the doctor from my mom, which was weird because my mom worked at a doctor's office a yeah. lot. She probably knew, like, you know, you come to the doctor and you're like, hey, doc, can you check me up? Oh, sorry, you're dying. <laughs> yeah, so maybe she just saw too much of it or whatever. But she had a healthy fear of the doctor, and I kind of inherited it. Like, I'm not scared, but I I won't. Like, remember when I had the kidneys? The fans had to drag me out of here. I was like, nah, I'll be fine. And I was, like, literally bent over the, the board sweating and like couldn't get through the break and he was like nah dude i don't think you're fine (laughs) i think it's probably time to take you to the hospital and that's just who i am i will go out of my way not to do this it's a very masculine thing it's it's you know ah nothing's wrong with me ah i can i'll just i'll just i'll be fine i'll just keep going to work and you know and 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 the hernia will fix itself the kidney stone will fix itself the disease will fix itself and that's not the case um, I think people do have a fear of the doctor. You're afraid of going and finding out the worst news. Um, it's and it's expensive. Expensive, yeah. incredibly inconvenient. Right now, it was earlier this week, I was like, you know what, dude? You need a, a primary care physician. Instead of just going to, like, stat care when you get sick, like, you need somebody you who's like... You need a like, good GP. You're right. You need somebody who's going to, like, have a relationship with you. You can you can have a doctor. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to go. I've got health insurance, dude. I'm going to go. Let's go. I'm yeah. going to go find it. Dude, I had to call like 20 different places. Hey, are you taking new patients? Well, tell me about yourself. Oh, no, we sorry, we're not taking you cuz you're, you know, you're a single person. You're not a family. What? I'm like, I'm like, okay, well then, call the next place. Hey, are you guys taking new patients? Well, two of our three doctors are. You can fill out an application and see if and see if they'll take you. And I'm like, okay, well, I'll fill out the application. And I'm like, I'm like, well, I, will I hear something by the end of the week? And maybe you'll hear something by late next week, but I can't guarantee Imagine that. if we did that. Started knocking on car windows in the street. Yeah, dude, I'm not taking new listeners yeah. right now. Move no, down sorry. a dial. What sorry. are you doing? 
don't take my money. Like and that's I, crazy. It, 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 I, I, this wasn't where this was all going to go, but like no, but this is more interesting. But this is it, it just goes to show you like how dysfunctional American medicine is. And I'm not saying there's not great things happening and, and innovations happening in this country's medical system, but just to, to be fair to this conversation, so nobody jumps up and down on you, this system has been broken forever. Like nobody's nobody's administration has had this nailed healthcare. Like no. it's been a problem forever. I just dude, I know what people are going to think. Always will be a problem. It's not like it's ever going to be like, "Hey, perfect." Like we said earlier this morning, it's not like cancer's just going to like, "Oh, we're all done with cancer." No. But back in the day, you could go to your doctor and just present them your insurance card. It wasn't a question of, well, are you an in-network preferred provider and all this? And, well, hold on. Let me call and see if it was. HMO is kind of screwed. Uh, dude, uh, totally, dude. We spend more money. We get terrible results. It's it's it's, it's HMO a cluster screwed things up. Yeah. I mean, it truly is a cluster F. HMOs was a way for, honestly, the medical industry to steal from one another is basically what that was. That has created problems. The, the cost of insurance, the cost of treatment, the cost of medicines, it, it, out of control across the board. Yeah, it's a, it is a problem. Somebody's going to have to do something. I just... I, I, it's not going to be us. No, it's... <laughs> Stansbury will masturbate 21 times a month. Don't the, worry, the last administration didn't do that great of a job. The new one's not doing that great of a job. I mean, it's, it's just one of those things, dude. It's hard to... You know what it is? Is that it's one of those things that's impossible to fix perfectly for all people. Like, when the mail gets delivered, the mail's delivered, it's in the mailbox. Healthcare is kind of one of those things that's individually needed on different levels. Plenty of examples of other countries doing better, though. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I have friends who live in Canada, who I and I always talk about this, who keep dual citizenship so they can go to the doctor here. Because it takes nine months to see a physician in Canada. I mean, try, go find, try to find a dermatologist right now. You're going to wait two months at least before somebody calls you back. Oh, I saw a dermatologist within two days, like a month ago. I feel like that's a little bit, that's a little dialed up. I, uh, I just was on the phone with one. <laughs> well, I, well, I think that might have been a that might have been an isolated experience. Maybe. I mean, I I scheduled an appointment two like a month ago and was seen three days later. There are issues, yes. Now, if you thought masturbating 21 times a month was going to keep you away from cancer, it's not. It's you know what I mean. You also have to do some other things: healthy diet, exercise, regular checkups with the doctor. <laughs> And Come slightly on. reduce your risk. Come on. So you re- it's Come recommended on. you combine all of these to be healthy as possible. And it's not just masturbation. You can have <laughs> sex with somebody else, too. But Exercise, yeah. diet, no regular, um, regular ejaculation will help keep a healthy prostate. So apparently i got to dial this up even more. Which makes me feel lonely. That's why I'm like, ah, dude, maybe I'll just get prostate cancer instead. Well, if you're sitting there with the counter, like, all right, that's one time in July, that's two times in July, yeah, I feel like that's I am just, well, that's what I was going to do. 21 times in a month sounds like a lot. Like, I work as five times a week. That sounds like a lot. Again, this article says masturbate. Like, that seems like a lot of times to be masturbating. Per- now, I'm a little older, though. I guess if you're, like, 27... You know what I mean? You're just still in that mode. I guess. I don't know. I, I don't remember <laughs> I don't remember back that far. Two women were arrested in a Jackson Township hotel. And they should be, and I hope they throw the book at them. I'll tell you what I'm talking about next. Hang on.
Welcome back to the Stansberry Show. I'm Rock 106.9. Online for you, WRQK.com. Missed yesterday. Podcast it right there. This next thing we have to make you aware of is one of my least favorite things to talk about on the air. But two women have been arrested at a Jackson Township hotel after an 18-month-old had died. Reading now from Fox8.com, the Jackson Police Department is investigating the death of an 18-month-old boy. Police paramedics were called to the Motel 6 for reports of an unresponsive child. Boy was taken to Mercy Medical Center where he was pronounced dead. The Stark County Coroner's Office will determine the cause of the death. The boy's mother, 26-year-old Stephanie Buchanan, and another woman, 25-year-old Jasmine Nance, were charged with obstructing official business. Police said the woman gave officers several fake names for Nance, who is not the boy's mother, but the the mother's friend there, gave several fake names for her to conceal her identity because she was then arrested on a warrant for endangering children out of Cuyahoga County. Additional charges may be filed. Um, Buchanan's other four children between the ages of four and nine are in the custody of Stark County's Protective Services. So I don't... The other kids, I guess, weren't there. And so I don't know what you were doing in the hotel with only one of your children. I, I don't, you know I mean, I, I won't speculate, but an 18 month old boy is now dead. And uh, they believe that these women were the reason as they're being arrested. Hey, uh, details will come out and I, I don't know what comfort there's going to be in them. I don't know if it's going to matter what those people were doing there or why the other no. kids weren't there. No matter what, uh, no matter what the circumstances are, you've got a dead baby. And they lied to the cops. Right. I mean, they were trying to, you know, they were trying to lie to the cops about it. Which is, I mean, I. Right. Well, I mean, if you're going to kill a baby, if you're going to beat a baby to death, what's lying to the cops? Well, I, I mean, I wonder if that's what happened. Um, I mean, 18 months old. I mean, I guess anything could have happened. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you were in the bed w- with a small child and you roll over, I know that happens. They tell people to leave babies in cribs because of that. What was the what was the charges for, for the warrant in Cuyahoga County? Endangering children, which that's a pretty mm. wide umbrella. There's a lot of stuff that gets underneath that. I uh, I feel like it's not too far of a stretch to think that negligence or abuse was a part of Oh, this. yeah. No, I'm not saying you're off base. I'm just saying that it is a wide umbrella. A lot of things can fit that. But it's just like, man, that's um, that's a bummer. Five kids at 26. That's, that's a lot for any human being to take on. That's a lot for people to take on. I'm not giving her excuses. Don't don't walk away from me saying that, thinking that's what I mean. I'm just saying it's that's a lot for somebody to take on. And um, if it was me, and this is why I'm not a judge, I would throw the book at both these women and be in jail for the rest of your natural-born lives. There's a California town that's sick of crime, and the way they're going to fix it is going to make everybody scream from the top of their lungs. I'll give you that next on Rock 106.9. Dan Stansberry, Matt Fantone. Just kiss your friend, thanks. The Stansberry Show. Chilling in the studs with my dudes. On Rock 106.9. The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. And welcome back to The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. This weather report is not playing nice with what I wanted for the start of my weekend. Like we just had to break into into like a like a live weather report for I guess severe thunderstorm warnings. Now according to my iPhone we get like an hour and a half window this afternoon, which is more than enough to get nine holes in. I uh I appreciate the National Weather Service. It's a very 
necessary thing. I mean, how else are you going to know about tornadoes and severe weather and things like that? The emergency alert on my phone. Well, what I'm going to say, they can't get... They can't get like somebody to read those as opposed to having that robot voice. There's not somebody sitting around at the National Weather Service right now that could have just read that. I believe it was Gerard Rettsville. Yeah, he screwed up a few of them. I mean, it's a robot, so I understand he's going to make some mistakes, but like, I don't know, get a person in there. Not the sex robots. The sex robots are making no mistakes. Right. We already covered that this morning. But this weather's kind of bumming me out. I was looking forward to a... A nice afternoon full of eight irons, and now it looks like I'm not going to get it. That bones me out. California has a few, more than a few, really, having lived there, I can tell you, um, cities that are, well, crime-ridden. And one of them is Stockton. Stockton is a rough, rough city in Northern California. And it's just kind of in the middle of nowhere, and it's just low on the economic you know, uh, specter of things, and it's just a rough, rough city. It's got to be tough being from one of those cities in California because you've you know, got everyone in the world, everyone in America has this idea of like, oh, it's California, just beautiful blondes and beaches and No, there's palm trees. two California cities where that's true. Right. And <laughs> that's every, it. Everything else, you're just in the middle of the desert. It's a it's, mess. It's 118 degrees out there, and you're miserable, and you hate your life, and you're in California, so it's got to be super frustrating to live in one of those towns. Literally, if you're not in Los Angeles and the nice part of it, let's be honest, most of Los Angeles is a trash hole, but if you're in the nice part of LA, it's all right. San Diego can be okay, and although eh, there's a few issues there too, and like what, Orange County? You you start getting down there, that part's all right. Outside of that, California's a trash hole, and San Francisco can be nice. Um, but Oakland's no good. That's why the Warriors are not moving out of Oakland. But those are like four or five major cities we're talking about. A vast majority of that state is just towns like that. Towns like Stockton. Towns like right. Fresno. Towns like Modesto that are just in the middle of nowhere. Ugh. Just terrible, dude. Just It's a rough place to be. Oh, dude, I lived in Modesto. It was awful. I mean, it was awful. There was nothing there. And it, yeah, it was just, dude, nobody spoke English, which I'm not knocking that, but I'm just like, it was hard to, to it was hard to like figure out my way because nobody would hire me because I couldn't speak Spanish. I mean, that's how bad that, that issue, you know, is there. And again, I understand people, yeah, open board, whatever. I'm just saying it was hard for me to find a job there because I wasn't bilingual and it's just, you know, but Stockton is a rough, rough city and so much so. That apparently they had four homicides in one day the other day, which, again, in a lot of cities, that doesn't sound crazy, but they're just giving me a look at one day here. But Stockton Mayor Michael Tubbs condemned the violence in the city over the weekend, and he is coming up with a few ways to figure out how to combat crime. And one of these ways is pretty dumb. He wants to pay criminals not to shoot one another. It's not going to go over very well with the locals. No. He says all life is sacred and even one homicide is too many. Overall, crime continues to trend downward, but we need to remain vigilant. The city is exploring a couple of options, he said, in the hopes of curbing the number of violent crimes in the city. The first option is the same thing Detroit used, which was Project Greenlight. And live cameras then are set up inside and outside of businesses in Stockton, and the cameras would be monitored in real time from police headquarters. If you as a business owner want to do that, I got no problem with it. Uh, you shouldn't be forced into it, I don't think. But if you want to do that, that's fine. Yeah, if you want to opt into that, I, I, I don't have an issue with it. The second option 
is out of the Bay Area where they're looking to use taxpayer dollars to pay men with firearm history not to shoot guns. In exchange, the men can participate in adult fellowship, mentorship, and job opportunity programs. All right. Not that you can't turn your life around. And everybody deserves a second chance. Yes. But I don't know if the if if gun history is the first person I'm like, you know what? Let's let's get you in a mentorship. Although I guess maybe if you're being mentored versus the other way around, it depends. I guess it depends which side they want you. On. Yeah, I would I would assume that that was the case that you'd walk in there kind of as the mentee, as someone that was learning job skills or learning something there. Um, how do they prove that you didn't shoot a gun? That, that's the only thing where it's like, well, I mean, because there's going to be rehabilitation programs for criminals that are exclusive to people with a criminal record. I mean, yeah, I, it doesn't uh, give me that here. I, I just it, that's the thing where it's like, well, who's who's not going to be like, yeah, of course, I haven't shot a gun in a month. This well, is like when the government okay. pays the, like, right. Like, didn't we once upon a time not pay tobacco farmers? We were paying them so they wouldn't grow as much tobacco to curtail that. It's like, dude, we got to stop the money. Money's not the answer for every problem. It's the answer for a lot of them. It's not the answer for every problem. I can't pay criminals to not shoot one another. This is like when yeah. this is like the idiot mayor in Cleveland is like, I'm going to build a dirt bike track in the middle of the city and then they won't ride their dirt bikes on the street. Yes, they will. Because riding them on the street is the fun of it. That's why they're doing it. It's, they don't want to go dirt bike racing. If they did, they would take them out and go to the dirt. They want to ride them on the street. Building them that track is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of in my entire life. And this is the same thing. If this and now we're living in a hypothetical here, but like if this were proven to be effective, do you feel like, well, if it's reducing gun crime, then it's worth it? Or is it the message is so like, dude, no, I'm not paying you to not do crime that it'd be worth it on you know to, to not be involved. D- doesn't in it and doesn't it give incentive to idiots who are gonna think, well, if I just start committing crimes, they'll pay me not to. That's how idiots are gonna perceive it. That's not the that's not the logical way or the reality. But that's what idiots are going to think. And who's out there shooting each other with guns? Idiots. You know what I mean? And so, like, I don't think this, I don't think this helps. And it's, what's the next thing? Am I going to pay drug dealers not to sell drugs? That, you know who pays you not to do other things? Jobs. That's what does it. Jobs. Go get a job. They'll pay you not to do the other stuff. Why is it the government's job to make sure you idiots don't shoot one another in the face out there every day? I, I just at some point, no. I've said this before about other things. You gotta shut the faucet off and make people go get their own goddamn water. And this is a perfect example of it. I said yesterday, we need to keep government assistance. A lot of it does a lot of good, but I'm not paying criminals not to be criminals. That's what jobs do. And if you're too much of an idiot that you can't go get a job and not commit crimes on the street, then that's on you, bro. It's not on me to be able to figure out how you pay your rent. It's on you. I just we're gonna pay people not to be criminals now, like so. Let me get, let me get this straight. If we pass this now, do I get extra money? Like, do I get money? Because I'm not gonna go shoot a, a gun in the middle of the street. So, do I get extra money on top of my work money too? Like I said, there's gonna be programs that are only for people with criminal records, like rehabilitation programs. You as a person just can't go be involved with that. If I were paying you to come learn these job skills, and a part of that criteria was you can't have shot a gun. How are they going to know? Oh, well, I agree with you. That how are they going to know is a big part of that problem. But 
if, if I'm paying you for something else, if I'm paying you, like I said, for you to be a part of this program, just because I know if I give you that minimum wage or if I give you whatever it is, you're going to be more likely to show up to it. If it works, I just, I mean, that's, that's the only thing is if, if this is a, what's the definition of works though? If it, reduces, I mean? if it reduces crime rate, if gun crime in, in Stockton. I don't believe it. First of all, here's what I know. The government will never pay you enough money to stop the kind of crimes where guns are being whipped out for. I would imagine, I I don't hold me to this, but I would imagine, I'm going to speculate, that a lot of the gun crime that happens in Stockton, California, is due to drug dealing. The state's never going to give a drug dealer more money than he gets hanging out on the street corner slanging drugs. That's why they're out there. They're not out there because they don't make money. I, I, I guess what we're looking at is is the state trying to give you the tools to move on from that drug dealing. Is the state is that and is that the incentive that they have to do to help you get from that life of drug dealing into that life of job? I don't see it. I, I don't. I, I don't. Show me. Somebody needs to show me the thing where government got it right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Very rarely do they get it right. And this is getting it all the way wrong. We're sending a wrong, we're sending the wrong message to people, which is, oh, you don't want to be a, a, a decent member of society? Don't worry. We'll pay you not to be. Are you kidding me? We're going to start handing money to criminals so they'll stop being criminals? This is literally negotiating with a terrorist. That's what it is. All this is going to do is give them more incentive to terrorize you. Just like like I said about the dirt bike track. They're still out there in the street. The day after the, the, they announced that they were out in the street with it. You're not going to stop this by caving in and giving in. You're, you do Get the paddy wagon out there. Get them all arrested and take them all to goddamn jail. That's how you stop gun violence. Is by locking criminals up. Not by giving them more money so they can stay on the street corner. That is the most idiotic thing I have ever heard in my life. More Stansbury Show right around the corner. Hang on. Dan Stansbury. Matt Fantone. Just kiss your fruit cakes. The Stansbury Show. Chilling in the studs with my dudes. On Rock 106.9. Hey guys, you got Stansbury here for the Wake Up Auto Family. Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Online at WRQK.com. Over the past few years, these digital businesses have been popping up, like Uber and Lyft, right? And another one of these big businesses was Airbnb. And Airbnb, for those of you that don't know, is essentially people rent out their homes to people who are looking to like travel. And you can still be there, and or you can rent out a house that you have to rent on Airbnb, and you won't be there. Like when I went, when I my first year here, it was Hall of Fame weekend, and I was still living in Cleveland, and I was commuting. But that was going to be a busy weekend, and I didn't want to commute all weekend, so I Airbnb a house here in Colonial Heights, and it was a fantastic, it was a beautiful house, love the house. Um, I'm not sure I would ever, they were home, which was the issue for me. I would probably Airbnb again if the people weren't there. They were all the way up on the third floor. I was on the first, but you could still hear them and it felt weird. And I brought a date back to the house that night and I was like, dude, if I put this girl through the other side of the mattress tonight, I feel like I'm like doing something awful in these people's homes. Yeah. With them being home, I can understand why there would be a feeling of uncomfortable there. If they weren't, now they, you know, they loaded up the fridge. They said, you know, everything in here is yours. So if you want to eat, you want to do anything, that's fine. And I just felt like I could never relax because they were there. Even like, I mean, what do you like? Are you going to go in their fridge and like start taking their food? I, I totally feel like I would be imposing on somebody, even if I was paying them. They, and I was, and they said to me, look, 
look, we have another kitchen upstairs. We, you know what I mean? We're going to, we have stuff. This, whatever's in here is for you. Dude, that's got to suck being them feeling like you're, I mean, I understand. Trapped in your own house. Right. Yeah. You're, you're getting paid and I'm sure they needed the money or whatever, but like feeling like you can't come downstairs. That's the thing that I found interesting is because now you never know what anybody's financial situation is, but. Both had jobs, both had really nice cars, and had really nice... I mean, dude, the house, three stories, fully... I mean, dude, the house was really nice. Like, you could tell, it's like... I, I remember thinking to myself, I wonder what this guy does, because whatever he does, he does it well. But you know they weren't doing it just to do it. If they were doing it for that money, they were doing it for that money. Like, Yeah, I guess. I, I, I get what it would be the other reason, right? I'm not letting somebody just come stay in my house just because it's like, yeah, dude, everything's going great for us. I never would, no. And like I said, I would maybe Airbnb again if the people weren't going to be there. Yeah, that would be much more comfortable. I still don't think I would relax as well as I would even in a hotel, which is essentially the same thing. But I, I don't know. There's something about it that makes it easier for me. A hotel nobody has ownership of. Hotel right. is just like that's what specifically it is there for. When you're in somebody's home, it does. You feel like, I don't want to say like a criminal, but you know, you know you're out of place. Like if I wake up in the morning and I run out of a hotel and I leave the room a mess, I don't care. Right. But if I leave somebody's home... I would feel like I cared about that. Yeah, people. If people, if you hear people hear you banging it out in a hotel, whatever, nobody cares. But like, yeah, I can totally understand why you felt uncomfortable. Yeah, I totally did, and I was like, you know, we have to be super quiet about this. Uh, yeah, it was. It was really. I I didn't enjoy it. But I bring Airbnb up because the hotel industry has been fighting back against Airbnb the way taxi companies have been fighting against Uber and Lyft. Because new digital businesses are threatening old business models and people freak out and go, you can't do that. When in reality, yeah, you can. And you either evolve or die. Welcome to the human race. It's just the way it is. And But now something's happening with Airbnbs and we should have seen this coming a mile away. And what's happening now is pimps and madams are renting out Airbnb rooms mm. and houses and using them as pop-up brothels. And this is happening here in England, everywhere this is happening. And of course, we should have seen this coming. And so now there's probably a very well-run brothel right around the corner from where you live. You, you you can as a brothel. I feel like you can move, and like people are going to come to find vagina. Like there's there's it's it's always going to be something like destination vacation there for you. Um, and if if you're a higher class organization there, I guess I, you know of 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 pimp and hose there. Um, I can totally see why that would be. You know, you have your regular guys, your regular Johns that you deal with. And you let them know, like, hey, all this week, we're going to be up in North Canton. This is the address. You stop by when you want to. It, it totally makes sense from there. And you keep it moving. A moving target much harder to hit. Versus leaving your car parked out in front of, like, a massage place in a strip mall. Right. Yes. Right. You, it's, it, now, all of a sudden, you could be in your own neighborhood, maybe. Or you could be, you could be at a place that doesn't feel seedy or shady to you. And I would believe that that would lead a lot of men who are afraid of this kind of activity but secretly want to do it would make it easier for them to do it. It's going to take a little bit of time before a, a house or a street or a neighborhood becomes like hip to what's going on there. And if you're only there for a week, like I said, moving target, much harder to hit. Like you, you, Cops aren't necessarily going to find out until you've already picked up and moved on right. to the by the time house. they By the time they get hip to what you're doing, you're gone. And that's why you know criminals are going to look to exploit these types of services.
I would imagine a lot of drug dealers now are probably Ubering to deliveries now because if you get pulled over, it's the driver they're concerned about, not the passenger in the back. Yeah, I mean, they're probably still going to ask to see you, but it's a, the much, ID. it's a much safer system than me driving across the street or driving across town as a drug dealer. Right. Um, you, I, I would say that maybe you'll see drug dealers start Airbnb in houses and selling out of there, but trap houses are trap houses. You're not necessarily going to pick up and move like that, but hookers for sure. I, I feel like that's yeah, a much you can, easier. You thing. can move prostitution easier, and um, yeah, drugs. You kind of have to need to be where the addicts are. As a matter of fact, I, not far down the street from me, there is. I don't want to call it a trap house, but I know undercover cop cars are out there and their cops are in the front yard talking to the three guys who sit on that front porch there every day. I mean, every day I see the same cops, you know, kind of like talking to them like, dude, what are you guys doing? And I always say to fans, I want to come in, dude, why don't they just go in the house? You have cell phones and pagers and all this other stuff. Like, just go in the house and then the cops will stop busting your balls. I got to tell you, if I'm not a homeowner, but if I was... I, I will say that Airbnb, Airbnb would make me a little nervous if I was a homeowner and my neighbors were doing it because part of the reason why you buy a house is who you live next to. Is like That's one of the things you want to ask the realtor all the time is what are my neighbors like? And if now if your neighbors are flipping every other week, who knows who's sitting in there next to you? As a homeowner, I understand people being a little concerned about Airbnb, but apparently there's just pop-up brothels everywhere hit me up on twitter at stansbury show need to know where they are we'll be right back with more of it hang on 106.9 welcome back to the stansbury show and rock 106.9 apparently these this weather's getting pretty bad i just walked outside during the commercial break and it seemed fine to me like because everybody's hitting me up like yo man i know you're playing on golfing today but i don't think the weather's gonna let you so i was like all right let me walk outside and see how bad it was and there's just a little light rain at least here and you know, I'm pretty dedicated. So, like, in a little light rain, I totally play. It's actually when it's hot out, it's nice. You get a light rain, it's nice. And actually, dude, ground's a little wet, helps clean the clubs and stuff. It's actually not the worst. If it's pouring down rain, that's different. A little sprinkle here and there, it's actually nice to play in the rain. I, um, I'm probably still going to risk it. I think most of the severe weather will be out. I think the, uh, the thunderstorm warning's over at 930. 940 is what it's reading up here. But, oh, okay. Right. okay. But um, I forgot sh- that thing was behind me. You, you should be okay, I think. Yeah, like at 1 o'clock, they're showing 30% chance. At 2 o'clock, it's like 50%. But that could mean anything. The amount of times I've seen 50% chance rain went to the golf course, it was beautiful out. You know, so the last thing I want to happen is for you to wear your golf duds, and then you don't get to go out there and swing the clubs, buddy. Yeah, I'll find a driving range. All right. You know, Skyland's got the, uh, they have the indoor thing there. I bet they'd still let me hit balls there. That's where I played yesterday, actually. Played pretty well. Came very close to making eagle on three. Hit a ball from about 89 yards, put it to about two inches, almost went in the hole. I was so excited. I'd never screamed so loud in a golf course in my entire life. Once again, Stansbury just coming up two inches short. That's right. That's right. You are about the 300th person to make that joke to me. <laughs> Whatever you do, buddy, don't let yourself on fire for people who just want to watch you burn. Don't. That's what you can't do. <laughs> just don't do that. You know, I read another meme just now that I hated, which is, I want gold digging to include guys who expect women to do a bunch of emotional labor for them. That's not what that term means. Yeah. Gold digger's about the money. <laughs> yeah, that's... So so you're going to have to create another another version of that. Yeah. <laughs> All that stuff is so gross. I've said on the program plenty of times that vanity will always lead to money. 
And that meaning if you create something for people who are vain, a product, they will buy it. Um, I've said about women in weight loss, you're always going to make money selling women weight loss products. You'll always make money selling men the product that, that promises them the, the strongest penis in the world. You tell a guy, <laughs> dude, your, dude, your penis is going to be able to lift cars, man. Dudes will line up and buy whatever pill you got. Right? There's always uh-huh. money in that. And I have more proof of it here. As <laughs> what, what, just, just, just strong penises, strong dong in it. I just feel like it's hilarious. I do. Well, strong dong in it is funny. That's that is funny. And dude, lifting a car with your penis would be entertaining. It would be. I can do that. <laughs> All right. There's no Facebook Live video coming for it. You're just gonna have to take my word on that. I can lift heavy things. Yeah. Um, but there's a there's a new version of this and and, and that proves what I'm saying. And I think another one of these things where you always make money is um, selling a product to a bald dude who doesn't want to be bald, mm-hmm. right? Like, uh, there's something about a, about men. And again, I don't have hair issues, and if I did, maybe I would be like, all right, now I get it. But I, I've never understood why they're so concerned about it, but they are. And what men are doing, in, at least in Arizona, a handful of clinics are no longer than like taking hair from your armpits and putting it on your head or whatever the hell it is, you know, uh, or whatever the, the hell they do or wherever they take it from. They're now just taking a tattoo gun needle and men are getting stubble tattoos on their scalp to make it look like there's a, like a, but again, you still look bald is my point. Well, if you're completely bald, it's probably not going to work. But if you're losing hair, I'm sure that would add to the illusion of thickness, like the illusion of like there's more there than what really is. Okay, see, now the photo I'm looking at is somebody who had got this done, who was completely bald and then just had it kind of like speckled in around the back part of the crown of the head. Like, here, I'll whip this around. I know this is bad for the radio. A lot of you can't see it, but, like, yeah, that, that to me, that cost ten grand for that guy to do that. Now, if you if you had most of your hair and you were just kind of balding in the in the back spot that people normally bald at, or you've got, like, a receding what? hairline yeah, going on. Yeah, the receding on, on the left or right uh, hand side there. Then I think it would make sense. If you're bald like that, I don't think you're going to, it's not going to look right. Yeah, I, I don't understand why shiny bald head bad, stubble bald head good. I don't understand that. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, it was like in in Seinfeld when uh when Elaine's boyfriend decided that you know he was going to grow his hair back, and there was you know just patches of like oh well you don't have that there. If you're fighting that fight, maybe this will work. I know chicks will do this with their eyebrows. Well, it's I think called microblading or something like that. Yeah, my ex microbladed into, a lot. Yeah, where it's tattooed into your eyes there. Yeah, she had weird eyebrow problems and she was super self conscious about it, and so she did a lot of the microblading, a lot of that stuff. Uh, to be clear, I, I I did misspeak here. The hair transplant surgery, sorry, was ten thousand dollars, and this uh, is phenomenally cheaper. And I guess your just your your standard tattoo shop could get this done. But to me, the stubble on the head looks like to get the razor and shave it the rest off. I mean, it looks like to me, it doesn't look great. To me, it looks like a bunch of little ants running around on your head. That's what it looks like to me. I, I just and again, maybe if I had hair issues, I'd be more like, yeah, man, we need to do stuff like this. But I, it's just not my problem. So I've never really thought about it, and I've always thought guys were just making too big of a deal out of it, but I guess if it was happening to me, I would feel differently. The final hour of the program will start next on Rock 106.9. Dan Stansbury. Matt Fantone. Just kiss your fruit cakes. The Stansbury Show. Chilling in the studs with my dudes. On Rock 106.9. Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. 
nearing the end of the program. If you missed yesterday, you can podcast at WRQK.com. Today's show will be made available shortly after 10 a.m. there as well. I uh, was just texting during the break with our good buddy, Officer Lamar Sharp of the Canton Police Department, talking to him about the Fill the Cruiser event um, for the canned goods uh, tonight at First Friday, which is the 10th anniversary of First Friday. And I believe 4 p.m. is about when that's going to start. And uh, I believe they're going to be filling up a Suburban. Jeez. Full of, uh, he may have been joking about that. I Sometimes I don't know with him. And uh, like I said, we were texting. So he may have been joking about that. But they are going to be doing it. It'll be about uh, 4 p.m. today. I believe down Market Square is where that'll happen. So that'll be good. Some people uh, will get some food going to where it should be. I, I always say this about the hunger issues. Like people care when it's cold outside, but in July, people are like, "Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know if I care about that right now." It's like, eh. dude, if you're starving in February, you're starving in July. And a big part of that is students count on on school lunches. Students count on school breakfasts. And like, if you're a food insecure family in the summertime, what are you supposed to do? Like, so obviously a cause that we can get behind. Yeah, here. the problem's not going away doesn't end in the summer months there hunger is actually what we're going to talk about right here feeling a little hungry over there huh? i am indeed yeah i as i do most mornings even uh, even after those two donuts dude it's still yeah, that was like a half hour okay. ago all right it was like a half hour ago dude i gotta eat some stuff all right i uh yeah i'm, I'm well I'm, dude i'm always hungry and uh actually i've expanded a little bit recently man i uh i took some clothes i i get my laundry done i ha- i don't do it i have it done and uh you know when like you wash a pair of jeans and they come back, you know, and you get them out of the dryer, they're a little tighter than they were, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because you loosen them up by wearing them and stuff. And I got them back from the laundry, and I tried to put, and I, well, I got them on, and I was like, oof, man, I've let this slip a little far. And I, I know exactly when it happened. There was a few weeks back where I was like, you know what, dude, just start eating. You're miserable, just start doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's the only thing that makes you happy, just start doing it. You know, and I did. I talked myself right into into fat boy pants again. Um, and I am sure a part of that is uh, you you've uh, you've been hitting the the pizza places pretty frequently. I feel like you've been you've just I had have. a lot you've had a lot of stories about food recently. Yeah, so. as a matter of fact, dude, I got some good pizza yesterday. I uh, I, you know, I was over at Krause's and I actually I never had it, but I guess they call it a topper. But it's basically um, like you remember Sabaros how they have like the. Uh, was it like double crust pizza, like yeah. that kind of thing, where it's yeah. got like that extra layer of crust on top? I had that yesterday. It was delicious. Oh, there you go. Yeah, it was very good. So yeah, that's part of the reason there is because like yeah, I'm I'm doing that stuff like every single day, and uh, it's part of the problem. But no, it's not my hunger issues that we're going to talk about. Even though you would think I'd be guilty of some of this stuff, I bet you you'll get some hunger talking there. No, oh, I'm so hungry, dude. <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm I don't have these particular <laughs> okay. issues over my hunger the way some other people do, and I it, like we didn't talk about this story. But apparently, like um, the man and woman who beat that woman and her daughter up over cold chicken, like turned themselves in. Yeah. Like they turned themselves in, and like they got mad because their chicken order was cold, so they beat up the people who own the restaurant. Versus just saying, "Hey, would it be possible for maybe us to get this?" And Fantone sent me another story during the break that's very similar. And I don't know why this seems to be like in like a trend that's happening now. But in Charlotte, North Carolina. Police are investigating after a man allegedly sprayed a McDonald's employee with mace over an incorrect order. Now, I believe the order may have been incorrect. That part I buy. But according to the Charlotte uh, police, officers responded to the McDonald's around 4 o'clock in the morning. So it must have been a 24-hour location. And the caller told police that someone was maced 
with up to five people possibly being sprayed during the incident. Again, yeah, Mason's going to spread. Yeah, once you start spraying behind the uh, behind the counter there, dude, the other McDonald's employees are going to breathe that in. Officers uh, arrived. They found the man and the employee arguing in the restaurant's parking lot, which if I was the employee, I don't know what you went out to the parking lot for. That was the wrong call there. According to a medic, one person was taken to the medical center university for treatment following the incident. The man accused of spraying the workers claimed self-defense, saying one of the employees lunged at him through the drive through window. That I'm not buying. I'm not buying that. I can't imagine anybody who works at any one of those types of places takes anything in that building seriously enough to try to beat you up over it. Well, what are they doing? Like sticking their body halfway out the window and trying to punch you through your your window? That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make sense. The guy from McDonald's that works there, he jumped across the window trying to attack me, the guy said. And I had some mace, so I maced him. And he says, how can somebody who jumps out of the window keep their job? Who does that? He's like, yeah, I had some mace and I retaliated, but that's legal and that's self-defense. So that's all it was. I maced him because he jumped out of the window on us saying our order wasn't correct. And we, we were being belligerent. I don't know if I buy it. This sounds more like to me, you got mad at somebody for screwing up your order. And then what'd you do? You decided they only work at a fast food restaurant. They don't matter. I'm going to take out my frustration on them and I'm going to make it personal. And then you, the, the person probably said something back to you. Like, what the hell's the matter with you, bro? We'll get you another cheeseburger. Settle down. And then you felt like they were being a rude millennial punk and you pulled the mace out and sprayed them. Right. Sounds about right to me. That's about how that went down. And of course, I know that's how I went down because I fantasize about macing every one of you every time my orders get wrong. No, I'm, I'm obviously joking about that. I would never do that. But, like, that's how that went down. Don't try to lie and say a 17-year-old tried to jump out of the window at you. Uh, yeah, I can't put that together. Even if the guy was confrontational, the McDonald's employee was confrontational. Oh, they can be snotty. Sure. They can be disrespectful. They can be sure. you know, a dick about things. But, like... I have a very hard time that he was going to hang out of that out of out of the McDonald's window you. and then try to swing on you as you're sitting in your car. You're in the car, drive, bro. Yeah. Just press the gas pedal <laughs> and get out of there. How hard could this possibly be? A man was arrested and he's totally guilty. I'll give you the story next. Hang on. Rock 1069. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 1069. I was already starting to look forward to next week as the, the show's almost over for Friday and this week. And I was starting to think about stuff to put together for New Tour Tuesday. And I said to Fantone, one of the things I was thinking about doing was playing some of the new Stone Sour record. Because, you know, Stone Sour's front man, Corey Taylor, has been beefing with Chad Kroger. And Nickelback, by the way, on that whole beef, Chad Kroger has since shut up and Corey Taylor keeps talking about it. Which that's how you know who's right and who's wrong. Chad Kroger kind of said what he said, was right about it, and then shut up about it. Corey Taylor keeps running off at the mouth because he feels like he has to defend himself. Well, when all you have to do is say scoreboard, it's not a long conversation. Right. Also, Corey Taylor's out to promote a record, which is why he keeps opening his mouth about it, so people keep mentioning Stone Sour. I bring this up to tell you that I streamed the new Stone Sour record the other day. I was listening to it via my iHeartRadio at home, and it is unlistenable trash. Like, 85% of it is god-awful. And I love Corey Taylor. I love... St- that first st- The first two Stone Sour records are amazing good. But this latest offering... Ugh. Dude, I cannot wait to turn that record off. So we'll let some of you listen to it Monday... Or, I'm sorry, Tuesday morning around 9.30. That'll happen. You ask any decent detective 
They'll tell you when a woman's murdered, look at the spouse. That overwhelmingly, the spouse probably did it. I don't know what the actual numbers are, but I think I remember hearing something. It was like 85% of the time, a woman's murder, the spouse and or like boyfriend probably did it. Right. And there was a fisherman who owned like a charter, I guess. And he and his wife were on the boat. And he had said, oh, I turned my back and my wife was like not feeling well. And she was sitting on a bucket at the edge of the edge of the boat. And she must have fallen into the water and I couldn't find her. I didn't see her. Boating accidents happen. They happen. They, of course, happen. But if you own a fishing charter and you're out there alone with your wife, she ends up in the water. I'm thinking, bro, you did it. Right. I can understand why you would think that. Fastest episode of Law and Order ever, right? Pretty quick there, dude. (laughs) Pretty quick. Fastest one ever. So... Apparently, this woman now, her body has since washed ashore, and she was tied to the anchor. So, meaning, he tied her to the anchor and then pushed her in, in, the, in the water there. Um, And I guess maybe this is from too much TV and movies, but like... I, I don't think that throwing a body over a boat is like, all right, well, dude, I got away with murder. You know, like it's going to, but it's gonna, everything floats down here, right? Isn't that yeah. kind of the thing? Is that like eventually that body's going to come up to be found? Yeah, I, I, I think you got to be careful with the water burial. I mean, if you start putting them in bags underneath, like what was it, the, the undertow, like Dexter did, and however they made that make sense in the in the middle of that Showtime show. But again, that's fiction, right? Uh, right, and <laughs> that's the thing is like, yes, of course Dexter got away with it because it's not real. If you just think that tying an anchor to a woman's going to be like, all right, well, murder gotten away with, hey, you're going to have a bad time. Not only that, but you're so dumb. Like, you know the cops are going to look at you because you're the husband, bro. Like, you know that. Like, so you're so dumb to kill her in the manner at which you work. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. Like, you're the only other person on the boat, and this just happened. She's married to a guy who uses boats for a living, and she's not boat savvy at all. Right. Like... I've never been married, but most girls that I ended up dating for a period of time ended up knowing more about radio than they did before they started dating me because of natural conversations that we had and by giving tours of the studio and, yeah, this is where I work, this is where they sit. They always walked away with more radio knowledge than they had coming into it because that was part of being in a relationship with me. Man, I got to get some of that on me. <laughs> you got to start showing me how to do stuff over here. You know, I was going there, and thank you for getting us all the way there. Like, what an idiot. I don't understand why? I mean, dude, here's the thing. If you're going to kill your wife, at least be smart, bro. At least, like, I, I don't know, murder for hire is bad, too, because now you're relying on a third person. And, t- you know, three people can keep a secret if two are dead. So, like, you got to be careful there. How about you just divorce her? <laughs> Instead of murdering her, how about you just say, you know what? We'll call the lawyers. We'll get them involved. We'll split stuff up. You have custody during the week. I got custody on the weekends. And there you go. I I'm willing to bet that what that is, is that people don't think they're going to get caught and they go, oh, I want to save myself the money. Where you're probably going to just serve, what, 15 years in prison for killing your wife, I would imagine? So at every other point up until then in life, you're like, oh, dude, I don't want to steal this because I'm going to get caught and I'm going to go to jail. And you're like, oh, dude, I'm not going to do this because I don't want to get caught and I don't want to go to jail. I'm not going to be a drug dealer because I'm going to get caught and I'm going to go to jail. But then you're like, you know what? I'm going to get away with murder? Right. Come on. That's my, my point. There's no amount of money worth my freedom. Like if I so if I wanted to kill my wife, I'd just be like, fine. I just like I'll get a divorce. You can take half, but then is. I get to live. I get to walk around outside. I get to enjoy my freedom. And you know, not that all bumper stickers are true, but 
You know, that old bumper sticker, I think, probably is true. You know why divorces cost so much money? Because they're worth it. <laughs> it's worth having your sanity back. It's just, dude, like, what an idiot this guy was. Yeah, I'll just throw my wife off of a boat, and I own a boating charter company. I'm sure they'll never think I did it. What a moron. We'll close out the program. That will happen next on Rock 106.9. 106.9. And all I got to say is it's Friday. And everybody help me say the sinner's prayer. Say, oh, God. Oh, my night. Clint Parker. Melinda Brown Duncan, baby. Well, howdy, folks. How the hell y'all doing? Kick the dust up. He's ready in the pit, swung on line shot, deep center, Zimmer racing back, diving made the catch, parallel to the ground, hung on with a sensational play by Zimmer. If, if he were habitual homosexuals, then by all means, take a hike. I thought I like women! Women, 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 women! The president and a small group of people know exactly what he meant. There's a dirty little secret. I've said that if Melinda Brown Duncan, baby, if it weren't my daughter, perhaps I'd be dating her. But he gotta eat the booty like groceries. You gonna die doing this, dumbass? Yeah, fucking fool. Open your mouth so I can give you this milk. Open your fucking mouth, man. I gotta do you like my two-year-old baby. The truth of the matter is, you were not a good baby. Well, you ain't seen nothing, my friend. Until you have a flame coming out of your butthole and you need an asbestos diaper to be able to keep that flame from burning a hole in your pants. You ain't seen nothing yet. And I don't know nothing about it, but I learn quick, fast, and hurt. What? I got some mighty dog food, some kind of shit. You told me to leave while I'm in my order while you're making out with that slut. Being in the industry with how much <laughs> you take on your face. No, this is wrong. Oh, my God. Look at what you did to him. And, you know, this is terrible. This is terrible. I'm 46 years old. You know, bring your kids. I had to take off, off my shoes to run. Work in the field. That's part of that. That's <laughs> Senator, I'm a house So kiss my black Swung on, hit high, hit deep to left. Oh, forget about it. Gone. What a blast to deep left by Edwin Encarnacion. And welcome back to the Sandsbury Show on Rock 106.9. Online at WRQK.com and just about finished for the week. Should make you aware of a few things before we go. Uh... I was asked to take part in a GoFundMe campaign, and I have decided to do so. I've already donated a little bit of money. I want to do um, pass this along to you one more time before the weekends. That Zion Clark out of Maslin, Ohio, is trying to go to Otterbein to wrestle. He was born without leg, uh, without leg Zion was, and he's overcome all of that to become a hell of a wrestler and a hell of a wheelchair athlete as, as well. And um, essentially, he went to Stark State. And now he's been accepted to Otterbein to wrestle for their program, um, but owes, I think, Stark State somewhere around like 1400 bucks for transcripts before they'll send them over to Otterbein. And uh, we'd like to see him hit it. And uh, the GoFundMe is on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Stansberry Show. It's also on my personal. I've also tweeted it out at Stansberry Show is how you find that. But Zion was a really cool dude. I met with him, blew me away. And I'd like, I mean, if 1400 bucks is what's standing between this kid and college, 
uh, I just for everything he's overcome in his life, we should be able to find a way for him to overcome fourteen hundred bucks. Is essentially my point. So if you feel so inclined, that's online for you, and you can do that. I um. I probably didn't do as good of a job all week hitting that the way a lot of other people would when they get involved with that stuff. I just feel a little guilty kind of calling on the audience for you to do things. I know you all have your own financial struggles as well as I do. And so, you know, but if you feel so inclined, that's out there for you. It's also the 10th anniversary tonight is of Canton's first Friday. Um, I'm going to go out. Uh, I, you know, Fantone always says we get 12 extra drinking holidays a year here in Canton. Why wouldn't you go out? I know the cops are going to be out there on Market Square doing the Fill the Cruiser campaign with canned food, uh, helping people who need food get it. So that'll be good. And uh, aside from that, it's just a good opportunity for you to check out the galleries and restaurants and bars that we have here in downtown Canton. Fireworks tonight, too, so long as uh, ah, the weather permits. So. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> So I just uh, so I talked to my buddy at the golf course. By the way, of the weather, and he's got like the official like Doppler radar system there. And I was like, "Yo, man, what's it look like?" He's like, "Man, I'm not showing much until after five o'clock today." He's like, "Plus, it's like it's scattered." And now this is uh, obviously like you know he's like, "Just come on out, man. You're gonna be fine." Because he knows I'll sit there and eat and drink if I don't play. So that's probably what that is. But I'm hearing the weather going to clear up just a little bit. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I would like to see those fireworks be able to go off tonight in downtown Canton. I'm not a huge firework guy, but I know that'll be a huge draw for. Uh, for First Friday, and the more people that come down for First Friday, the better chance I have to accomplish what it is I want out of First Friday. Gotta have goals, buddy. Gotta have goals, right? Yeah, you gotta have goals, and I just I, I want to wake up next to somebody I didn't know yesterday. That's all I'm looking for. That's what I need First Friday for, and it usually well delivers. Aside from that, we are done for the week. Be back at it live Monday morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106. Now you guys have an awesome weekend. See you. Dan Stansbury. Matt Fantone. Just kiss your fruit cakes. The Stansbury Show. Chilling in the studs with my dudes. On Rock 1069.